Hashtag Packwatch Season 2, Episode 2. I'm Zach Jewell here with co-host Jack Witter. What do you think about some college football, Jack? You like it? I'm excited. You know, it's we're back into it. You know, we had the game of the year last night. Oh, yeah. Vanderbilt, Hawaii. Mm. I know everybody was tuning in. I know I was. Mm. 100%. Now, um, let's get straight into our rundown. So, we are going to talk about college football, our top four teams, plus Heisman predictions. Then, of course, a sleeper team we have. Um, reaction on the Trey Lance trade, and then we're going to finish it up with Jonathan Taylor potential trade destinations. Jack, you want to start us off with college football preview? Heisman or top four teams? What do we think, and what do you want to stop with, start with? Uh, I say top four teams. Yeah, I say we start with top four teams. Number well. one, in your opinion, go. Uh, it's a university in the South. Just say it, it's Georgia. It's the University of Alabama. Is it actually? Roll Tide. Is it actually? Number one team in the nation this year. Do you actually have? Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. 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 I don't know how I feel about that. Well, don't don't me to explain myself. You yeah, explain yourself. Explain. explain yourself. Um, I think it's obviously going to be an SEC team this year. It's always an SEC team. Okay, yeah. Um, and I think Alabama, you know, they've they've had a couple you know down years recently, and I think they still have a really talented roster. And you know, frankly, they might have a little more of an edge to them now that Georgia is now widely considered the top dog, no pun intended, um, <laughs> in college football. Plus, Georgia, I mean, every year. They just seem to lose half their team um, to yeah. the draft. So I think this is the year, you know, they lose Stetson Bennett. They lose a little bit of continuity on offense. They slip up one or two games. Alabama has an excellent year, um, like they always do. But um, and I think they take the top spot in the SEC and thus the top spot in college football. Okay. Um, I have Georgia. Okay. And I think I don't, I don't see an issue with either of – I don't see an issue with either Georgia or um, Alabama. Because I think, obviously, like you said, the winner of the SEC is obviously the best team in college football. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I really have to explain myself. Good all-around team. Um, My second team might surprise some people. Uh, I have LSU. Yeah, that's that's an interesting pick. Um, I like Jaden Daniels. mm -hmm. I think they're going to be a good team. We've had we've seen some off years, some down years for LSU the past couple mm-hmm. of years, right? They find their way back to the top, second team in college football. Yeah, for me personally, just you know, with Alabama in that division, the SEC West, it's going to be hard for LSU to you know qualify for the SEC championship and for the second year in a row, and, and you know, thus get a college football playoff spot. But um, I think they're also a really good team. Um, I think Jane Daniels is really good. Um, I don't think they've lost that much talent uh, year over year, so I think they're definitely a threat. So I'm, I'm not mad at that pick at all. They're probably just outside my top four. Okay, and you're in your two? Uh, my two, uh, I'm going to go with the Ohio State Buckeyes. Okay. See, I, I don't hate that pick, but what I like so much about this year's college football playoffs is I think there's a lot of, there's like eight teams here. Yeah, there's it. a lot of interesting teams here. Like last year, I felt like it was almost like set, except obviously like TCU. But. Yeah, and I, yeah, I feel like nobody has all their questions answered mm-hmm. at this point in time. I totally agree with that. Now, my third team is my favorite team in college football, the Florida State Seminoles right now. Yeah. Uh, I, three SEC teams is... Uh, pretty crazy, but uh, I don't agree. I know. With, agree with. I don't disagree. Sorry, I don't, I don't disagree with you in terms of 
talent. A talent. Production. I think there'd be a good team. I think, it, like you said, it's difficult for three SEC, SEC teams. Um, I I think Jordan Travis is going to be really good for them this yeah. year. Um, I think they're a little overrated. Um, just with the national championship hype this year, I think they're a couple years away still. Um, I mean, you know, just a couple years ago, they were losing to Jacksonville State. So let's, you know, pump the brakes on, you know, this team is, you know, at its core is not a national championship contender, in my opinion, but um, definitely a threat to qualify for, you know, a New Year's Six Bowl. Okay. And your fourth or your third? Um, my third is going to be, as much as I hate to say this, the Clemson Tigers. Really? Um, they finished off last year incredibly strong. Um, they lost to Tennessee in the bowl, but uh, I'm, I'm a big believer in Cape Klubnik as quarterback. Dare I say, he's going to be the best quarterback in the ACC over Drake May. Okay. Which, you know, you can tell I'm, I'm really struggling to... As a UNC fan, a I'm, UNC, I'm shocked. Um, but, you know, I don't think UNC's supporting cast nor coaching is the level of Clemson's, and I think, you know, Klubnik is super talented. Uh, we haven't seen this type of dynamic quarterback in terms of athleticism uh, since a certain number four, uh, rhyming with Mashawn Lawson, played for Clemson. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, just bringing that dynamic element back to that Clemson office, uh, I, I see them running away with the ACC this year. I think they definitely win the ACC. Um, my four, I really struggle between two teams, USC and Michigan. Mm-hmm. But I think I have to go Michigan. No Ohio State. No Ohio State. I have no Ohio State. I think Michigan wins the Big Ten. And see, we're really putting aside our biases here. I hate Michigan. Four. I hate Michigan with this. I'm a huge Michigan State fan, and I'm picking Michigan to make the college football playoffs. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it as much for Michigan. Uh, okay. Uh, I think they can be really good. I have questions about. I I I think JJ McCarthy has the potential to be really good. Uh, I'm not sure he's there quite yet. He had an excellent game against TCU, uh, but the defense just got thrashed. And um, uh, so I, I have my doubts, but certainly a contender up there. And you, and you know, the Big Ten is always going to come down to the Michigan Ohio State game for most years. So, you know, 75% of the time, it's one of those two. Um, I just have Ohio State getting their get back this year, but certainly could be Michigan. Who's your four? Um, I'm I'm going with one of the teams you mentioned, but didn't choose in USC. I think that's a good pick. Uh, I but I really don't feel good about it. I think no, I think they're going to be a good team. I think you know we're going to see Caleb Williams pick up where he left off last year. Um, that's that's not my area of concern. The offense is going to be one of the best in the nation, yeah, without a doubt. You know, returning the best quarterback in the nation, mm-hmm. all the weapons, it's not going to be a problem. The problem is yesterday they gave up 28 points to San Jose State. They did in fact do that. Um, so. I think they definitely could, you know, I, they're they're gonna be, they're my four spot because I they're almost guaranteed to you know slip up at least one game here. Correct. Um, it's just the way it is. Their defense is gonna tie in the ship. So any one of these Pac-12 opponents uh, could be Dion. Who knows? Um, could lose. They could lose in the cha- national, not the national, the conference championship. Bunch of strong teams. There's a lot of strong teams. One of the one of the teams I'm gonna actually mention. Um, I don't want to cut you off. You you done there? Uh, no, I'm at my point. <laughs> okay, so sleeper team, 
Okay, in my opinion, I have Washington. Okay. I think the Pac-12 is very, very talented this year. Mm -hmm. I also really like Oregon. I don't think mm -hmm. they get it done in terms of making the college football championship, but I really like Bo Nix, okay? Yeah. Um, I think Washington has a chance in terms of their schedule. And if, like, I think at this point, the winner of the Pac-12 gets in the college football playoffs, possibly. Like, the no, there's one team that can make the college football playoffs from the Pac-12. You're obviously not getting two teams. Yep. Okay. And I think, I, I do think they have, like, a 65% chance if you win the Pac-12, comp like, like, showing that you're the best team in the Pac-12, you make the college football playoffs. Now, of course, I have three SEC teams. It's not likely, but those are the best teams, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm not the biggest on Utah. I was really high on Utah last year, and they disappointed. Yeah, I mean, they won the conference championship, but in terms of the... In terms of where I thought they were going to be, yeah, I predicted them to be the third best team in college football. So, Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember what my predictions were. You had them up there, too. Their offense is really good. I think yeah. it's still going to be good. Um, but, yeah, what, what's your sleeper team? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out... I, I really like... I feel like there's a lot of talent in the Pac-12. Yeah, and one of the teams that I feel like is really good last year and improved a lot is Oregon State. Okay, yeah, um, I think Oregon Oregon State's a pretty good team. Adding DJ Uyunglele, uh nailed it. Uh, I think will really help them. I could certainly see them being that team that knocks off USC at least once. Um, yeah. Do I think they're a playoff contender? No, um, but I think they can certainly crash in New York Six. I'm also going to throw out pretty much any one of the top teams from the Big 12, whether it be Oklahoma, besides Texas, because Texas is properly rated, I think, at number 12. But, I, you know, yeah. TCU, K, uh, Kansas State, and Oklahoma, I feel like could all make a run out of the Big 12. Uh, nobody saw TCU coming last year. I do like Texas, to be your point. I think they're good at 12, but mm -hmm. I do think they're a good team. Like, yeah. I, think they're the, I think they're the best team in the... I th yeah, I mean, I think they're the best team in the Big okay. 12. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying I think they're properly related. I think any one of the top... 12 teams is people saying they could make a playoff push yeah now heisman predictions what are we looking at i got a couple here that i that i like okay i feel like everyone's pick is caleb williams mm -hmm. because that's, that's boring though so exactly that's boring we're not doing that we don't do that stuff we don't do that stuff around here we, we go big or go home okay and you know who i'm going with i don't think you're ready are you ready i'm 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 ready bo nicks I'm so serious. I, I don't hate it. I'm so serious. I think he's, yeah. a, he's a, in my opinion, one of the, a top four quarterback in college football. So who, you've got Caleb Williams over him. You've got Drake May over him, presumably. Yeah. Uh, who, who's your, who would you say is? Uh, Quinn. Quinn Ewers? Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe, okay, then I have to, I do have to look at, okay, let me, t I don't know. I like Jaden Daniels and I like Jordan Travis. But I think Bo Nix. I think I really like Bo Nix. Yeah, I don't. I mean, he was very. He was good very last good year. last year after the Georgia game where they got stomped last year. Yeah, he really put it together. Oregon kind of faded, but it was certainly wasn't his fault. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna throw out um, the you know the the Quinn Ewers pick is certainly interesting. It's not a. It's a. I yeah. I do think that's a solid pick. Um, I'm I'm honestly gonna go with. I, I think it's tough for Bo Nix because just based off your predictions, I feel like Oregon, the team, would have to have an excellent season yeah. as well. Um, I'm going to throw out Ohio State as number two 
in my college football rankings. I'm going to go with Marvin Harrison Jr. That's, that's a good pick. Uh, he is the best non-quarterback contender. Um, he is ridiculous. We thinking he has a better shot than Kyle McCord? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, he's, I feel like he's more established in that offense. Okay. Um, you know, they lose Smith and Jigba, you know. Harrison's really good, so, so it's not a big problem. He's going to step up. He's, he's going to be a monster. So I've got Marvin Harrison. You know, we've been seeing some more receivers winning the award recently. Devontae yeah. Smith, so. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. But, like, I, I think, yeah, my pick is Bo Nix. Mm-hmm. But my real pick is, I still, I don't know. I like all, I really like Jordan Travis. I really like Bo Nix. But in terms of success, I think, in terms of my predictions, because mm-hmm. obviously I don't have Oregon making it far, right? Mm-hmm. If my predictions I have, Jordan Tra- Jordan Travis is set mm-hmm. up the best mm-hmm. to win the Heisman. Uh, I'm going to throw out one more name out there, Joe Milton from Tennessee. Um, he kind of reminds me of the Joe Burrow story a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, he started at Michigan, wasn't very good, transferred to Tennessee, banked up Hooker th- for this year. And then in the Orange Bowl this year, we saw him, you know, play very well, play very well against Clemson. Um, in that offense, you know, we saw Hooker put up tremendous numbers last year, and he has a cannon of an arm. Uh, he could certainly do it. Plus, you know, the SEC pedigree is going to get a lot of attention. But I'm going to put down Marvin Harrison Jr. as my pick. Okay. Um, let's shift off of college football and on to the NFL. Trey Lance got traded, fourth-round pick um, to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. What? So first of all, I want to first quick preface this with looking at Will Greer's numbers and his last life ditch effort to try to get signed by another team, and I, he did what he had to do. Mm-hmm. Like 300 yards, like four, two in the air, two on the ground, something like that. Yeah, Will, good for him. Will Greer, Panthers legend. Uh, I had the misfortune of watching him live once uh, when the Panthers got curb stomped by the Indianapolis Colts, but we don't. We have to dwell on that. You know, here and now, he just had the best game of his career in the preseason. When he needed it, too, when because he he's going to get shipped off. He's He's, he's getting cut. Um, yeah. First of all, the number is a little inflated because Dak was calling the plays, and he was just giving Greer every single yeah. opportunity to show off, which is, you know, a good move by Dak. I think Dak's a good guy. Gets too much hate, in my opinion. Cowboys well, going to win the division this year. Okay, so um, speaking of Dak, no, I'm cutting you off here. So <laughs> tr- what does this mean for Dak? It means, it means absolutely nothing. That's a bad take. That's a terrible take. There is, I mean... No, no, no. They did not get Trey Lance for a, to be a backup quarterback. Yeah, I think you're being ridiculous right they now. Got, no, they... Okay, let me explain. Let me explain. Trey Lance, we know he has the talent, right? He hasn't really gotten the shot. He hasn't gotten the shot, okay? If Dak slips up, Jerry Jones is completely fine with pulling the plug. But Jerry Jones isn't the head coach. Okay, excuse me. Who's the head coach again? Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy... Mike McCarthy is very okay with pulling the plug. I don't think Mike... Mike Weather is very conservative, and I think he likes Dak. Um, we have to think about... Dude, I think I think Dallas would riot if Dak Prescott got benched for Trey Lance, if, and it didn't work out. So Okay, yeah, but if he... If Dak starts playing poorly... I, I mean, I... Can, the, the, op, the there, There's a reason they got Trey Lance, because they're can, not... Like, Dak is... Dak did not have a great season I could, last year. I could... He had an all right season. He just kind of fell apart to the end. I... It would take the wheels falling off this year for Trey Lance to start when Dak is healthy. Um, you know, I say that as a big Trey Lance believer. He was the QB three, and when I, you know, when I, I don't, we, I don't think we were a podcaster in that draft, but I, he was my third favorite quarterback in that draft. I had Lawrence and Fields, and then Lance. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I wasn't a big Zach Wilson guy or big Mac Jones guy, but I think he has all the physical tools. From what we've heard, he has all the mental tools. He just hasn't gotten a shot. I yeah, mean, it's not fair. So I, I don't think the Niners did him a favor by trading him to the Cowboys either because it's not really a spot where he's going to get a super straightforward shot. The yeah, he doesn't have a path right now where he's going to get playing time. He has to kind of go mm-hmm. around. You know, he, There's a starting quarterback there mm-hmm. that's, the guy, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like you're gonna just get. But but like I said, he's not he's not invincible, Dak. Mm-hmm. Is it? He he has flaws. Mm-hmm. People know his flaws. As you said, he's a he's hated. Like he's overhated. Yeah. But his mistakes get put on blast, mm-hmm. which I think is gonna you know people could be calling for Trey Lance if Dak doesn't show up because he's not invincible. He's not that. He's not like a Aaron Rodgers or yeah. a, you know I don't know, or Patrick Mahomes or a Joe Burrow where if they have a three game slump. Of you know playing terrible, they they're gonna obviously keep playing. But Dak on that, then people start to question his like legitimacy. What I really wish would have happened is Trey Lance is only like 22 years old right now. He yeah. is incredibly young. I wish he went to a place like with a old, with a... like Baltimore to back up Lamar Jackson, um, or well, Kansas City to back up Patrick Mahomes. Even though they're not gonna dish out that to kind of draft out of him. I'm just saying. Yeah. What would be best for him would be sit behind one of these quarterbacks like Josh Allen, like Lamar Jackson, like Patrick Mahomes, who was considered these kind of raw products coming out of college mm-hmm. and who were able to, you know, turn the corner and develop into franchise quarterbacks. Yeah. I feel like he could learn a lot by trying to translate his physical tools because um, he's going to go to Dallas, and I don't think that's the worst spot. You know, Dak is another one of the quarterbacks who was kind of a project quarterback, and he turned out all right. Not great, but... Um, yeah, but a, a franchise, a, a starter in the league mm-hmm. for foreseeable future. So I don't hate it. I, I people were saying he should have gone to Atlanta. It would have been a disaster. That would have been terrible. Yeah. he needs he needs structure. Or Tampa Bay would have been horrible. No, so speaking of Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield starting job. I mean, was that love that doubt? Love that. They're not going to be that bad. I've been I've been saying it. He's think, gonna he's gonna play well. I think the, they were eight and nine with Tom Brady. Okay, um, shifting to. The so Jonathan Taylor, they basically put a um, the Colts put like a price tag or not a price tag a deadline for his trade. He said if he's not if he doesn't have a destination by the 29th, he's got to suck it up. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we thinking? Because we know there's a couple teams interested, right? We know the Bears are interested. We know the Dolphins are interested. We know the Dolphins and Bears both submitted a trade package. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I mean, as as a Dolphins fan, okay, I, I think I would like it, but at the same time, we don't need to give up anymore. We ha- like we have our team. There's no reason to just. There's just so much talent on that offense already. I feel like adding another piece, especially with like we have to. It's hard to have. You so don't have m- any running backs though. Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, and Is Devin and Chain are, are fine. Our 49ers are fine up. to be what they have to be giving up a decent amount for a guy like Jonathan Taylor would be great, right? But at the same time, is it is it too much to give up? Like he, I, the Colts want a lot. I think um I think the the Bears wouldn't see much of a improvement with Jonathan Taylor. I think Justin Fields hasn't quite proven the passing ability to punish teams for overplaying for Jonathan Taylor. Um and teams are just going to load up the box even more. So and Justin Fields tries to run it. It's, it's just, I don't think it's just it's a good combo. I, I like think, the Ravens. I think, also, I think Ravens. You know, it's a good option. I really like the fit in the Dolphins. I think if he goes in the Dolphins, 
you know, really good O-line. Uh, not really good. Pretty solid O-line. You know, he can run behind Teron Armstead. Um, it could really open up the passing game even more. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't think he's particularly good at the backfield, uh, which is a big part of the Niners' offense. He could kind of take on, you know, a lesser role with the Dolphins and be effective um, where he only gets, you know, 10, 12 carries a game, you know, doesn't really play on those third and longs. But um, if that's something he would want, I don't know if that's worth it for the trade package they're asking for. Yeah. So in a, in a dream world, it's great for the Dolphins, whatever. But, you know, from what they've said, for a second-round pick. The Dolphins mm-hmm. don't have that much draft capital no. also. They just gave up a third-rounder mm-hmm. for Jalen Ramsey. You know, they—, they And you're going to have to give that extension to Jonathan Taylor. Which... Exactly. And you don't. You just made Tyreek Hill a crazy amount of money. Tua contract's coming up. Mm-hmm. What are we going to put there? Are you going to— like you're gonna pick up the fifth year option. Well, yeah. Okay. Know, Kate the can down the road a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But still, he's coming up. You know, we have guys like Christian Wilkins, who just got paid big very money. Very solid. Very, big money. Very silly, goofy guy. Uh, Zach Zach Sealer just got paid. I don't a, know who that is. <laughs> nose tackle just got paid a lot of money. He got paid like thirty eight million. Okay. Um, a year? Because that'd be crazy. No, like thir- for like three years, something like that, which is still like a decent amount of money for for a nose tackle. That's like yeah. solid, right? We got guys. Um, Jalen Waddle's contract's coming up. Obviously, this is like two years down the road, but still, like you have to think about how much money you're paying Jonathan Taylor. The cap hit for Tyree Kill in a couple of years is ridiculous. So I don't know. And and how confident you are on going all in with this? Yeah, you are going. You you have two you, years. I mean, you basically. Have, you have, yeah, you, there's a there's a ceiling you would hit. Um, and are you really confident in that? I'm I'm high on the Dolphins this year. I don't you don't think you're I not am. high on the Dolphins when I say they're going ten seven, but I think in the AFC in that division that's a very good record. Ridiculous, um, borderline Super Bowl contenders. But I think they get Jonathan Taylor. Not not that much changes besides. I mean, I would. I mean, I would throw a third round pick at him. Oh yeah, I would but too. But I wouldn't throw a second or first. Yeah, I I don't know. It's because you just have to pay the guy so much. And if you could, if you could get like a like a short term extension out of him, like two years. But that's not gonna happen. Obviously, so. he wants like he wants a good, and he deserves it. Mm-hmm. Okay, the the running back market is just so. It's it's, it's kind of kind of crazy what the Colts are doing to him because they're like, all right, we want a first or second round pick, but we're not gonna pay him yeah, at the same time. So we have assigned this value to him, but we still don't want to pay him. It's a it's a strange strange running back market. It is. I don't really know. I think the pendulum has swung way too hard the other way. I think it's gonna it's gonna start to. I think not this year, but the year after, we're gonna start to see running back production from top, like from not non top, from like non top tier running backs lessen, which is gonna like make the mm-hmm. top tier running backs become more valuable. Because the the thing here now is that the young guys are just playing so well yeah. right out of college. Yeah, I, I'm not sure it's gonna be a one or two year thing, but I think in a five or six year time, when every single running back in high school now is gonna be like, well, hold on a minute, I mean. If I go to the NFL, I'm playing for three years and I'm making three million dollars. I mean, yeah. that's whereas if I'm a receiver, I'm getting that twenty million dollar Christian Kirk money. So I think you're going to start seeing the talent pool dilute a little bit, and then all of a sudden there's just going to be that one guy who comes in, you know, an Adrian Peterson type. I'm not saying, yeah. but like a, a person who's that much heads and shoulders above the competition, where teams start looking at the running back position in a different way. So um, it's it's just how it's always been with the swinging and um it's it's kind of ridiculous how it's gone i mean james robinson just got cut when like two years ago he was a, a thousand yard rusher for the Jets. yeah exactly so. um 
and he's like considered a veteran. Yeah, he's like twenty six. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, uh, I mean, he had a tough injury, but still, I mean, yeah, back in the day, these he, guys are getting like they have a thousand yard season, and you don't know what's happening next mm-hmm. year because there's nothing stopping another team from getting a good uh, getting another running back. Mm-hmm. For example, like the Jets taking Brees Hall played great mm-hmm. for the time that he played getting Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Michael Carty played well his rookie season, but mm-hmm. let's just get Brees Hall, right? Mm-hmm. So and and uh you know, Josh Jacobs just got his extension, like twelve million dollars. Which is, you know, believe it or not, less than Cole Komet is making this year. I don't know about you. I had Cole Komet on my fantasy team last year. Um, he didn't really do anything. I would I would trade Cole Komet for Jonathan Tate or jo- Josh, Josh Jacobs, Jacobs in a second. In a second. So the value is a little ridiculous. Josh Jacobs is Five times as valuable as Cole Komet. Yeah. So. Um, I think that's all we got time for to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Successful episode, I think. I, I would say so as well. Uh, I'm Zach Fo- Jewell. Football's oh, back. Oh, yeah. Football is back. Uh, I'm Zach Jewell. I'm Jack Witter. And this was Hashtag Pack Watch.